0: To all. Today's office, we are starting the 11th line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Mirim, Sarah, Basu, Yaakov, Mashiach, her Nishamash, and Avnilia, and Lilu Nishmas, Yab Yachmil, Mardachai, Benirim Chayim, his Nishamash, and Avnilia. And the Mashad said, that if a woman wants to collect her Kzuba from Nishas, she would have to make a Shvuah beforehand. The Gemara tells us, we have a mission over there, Rechen Ha'y Sumim, Loy Paru El Bishvuah. If you are collecting a debt that was owed to their father, they're only allowed to get paid if they make a Shvuah that the debt wasn't previously collected. The Gemara asked, hold on one second, man, who are they collecting this debt from? If they're collecting it directly from the leiva, directly from the fellow that borrowed the money. If their father was collecting it, he wouldn't have to make a shvua, so they have to make a shvua? That doesn't make sense. So, Gemara says, you're right, this is what's being said. If the of the Malva are collecting from the yusaymim of the leiva, so then they would have to make a shvua that the debt wasn't previously collected. Now, Amr of Zikr, Amr of Yehuda, he qualifies this, and he tells us, This was only said. If the yusaymim of the leiva said, Abba, our father told us, Levisi Uparad, I borrowed and I paid back. So in such a case, the son of the Malva would have to make a shvua that they never got the money. Umru, but if the Islam of the loiva said lano abu visi that our father told us that he never even borrowed money, even if the Islam of the Malva make a shvua, they're still not going to get paid back. But now the Gamara asked the opposite should be true. We know that if a person says I never borrowed money, it's as if he's saying I never paid money back. Because by the mere fact he's saying I never borrowed from you, that means he's saying I never gave you any money. And over here, the Islam of the Malva have a st- that says that their father lent this fellow money. So by the fact that the Yusayim of the Leiva are saying that our father told us that he never borrowed money, that means that in essence they're saying that our father never paid money. Because here we see that their father really did borrow the money. So says you're right, Eli. Itmar, Hachi itmar. If something was stated, this is that what was stated. said This wasn't taught. Only if the Yusayim said Abba, our father told us, Lavisu Parati, I borrowed and then I paid back. So then the Yisaim of the mother would have to make a Shvua. but if they said our father Told us loy the Visi, that I never even borrowed money, so then nifra in the Islam of the Malva could collect the loan even without having to make a shvua. She the call, loy Parati dami. Because if someone says Loy the Visi, it's like they said Loi Parati, so it's like their father admitted that he never paid the loan, so therefore the Yusuim of the Malva don't have to make a shvuah in such a case. And continuing to explain the Mishnah, we had said when of loy Light for Albishwhua that if she's coming to collect her Ksuba and she's not in front of her husband, let's say her husband died, or he went overseas, since you would have to make a shwa before she collects her ksuba. And Almar Vacha Sarabira, said, Antuchia, a story came in front of Yitzchak in Antuchia, and he said, this is only when we're dealing with Ksuba's Isha, once she wants to collect her Ksuba, but her husband's not there, we'll allow her to collect it that's because we want to give her this Chain, the special grace, if she doesn't have any money, so she's not going to be able to get remarried, so because of that, we're going to allow her to collect the money, even though her husband's not there. But a Balchaev, who just wants to collect money, he's not able to collect if the person that owes him the money is not there. But bal even a Balchaev is able to, come to and we're going to go into the person's property and we're going to take money for the Baal Chayv, even though the fellow is not there. Why is that? we to want each person to take his friend's money then he's just going to go and live overseas and that's going to be closing the doors from people borrowing. If we're not going to be able to collect a loan without the life of being there, a life is going to borrow money he's going to abscond with it overseas, he's going to live overseas happily ever after and the Baal Chayv is not going to be able to collect from his properties back at home. So therefore Rav HaBashem Rav Nachman argued and said that even though the life is not there, we still can go into his Properties and take money for the balchaiv. And now explaining the last part of the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon Oimer calls mashutavas ksubasa. Rav Shimon had said a two-part statement. Whenever she's being tevere her ksuba, so the yarshim could be mashbia her. If she's not being Taveir her ksuba, the yarshim cannot be mashbia her. And the Gemara from now all the way till the end of today's daf is going to be discussing the statement of Rav Shimon. What exactly is Rav Shimon saying? And that's what the Gemara starts out with. Rav Shimon Ahayah. On which statement of the Mishnah is Rav Shimon commenting? So of Yirmiyah, he's our first attempt at answering this. Aha, it's on the following statement of the Mishnah, which is the statement immediately preceding what Rabbi Shimon said. The Mishnah had said, Fun of, if she's coming to get paid without the husband being there, she's only able to get paid with a shvua. It doesn't make a difference if she's just trying to get mizaynus; she's trying to get her sustenance, food that she needs on a daily basis, or if she's trying to collect her ksuba. In both instances, she would have to make a shvua. The husband's coming to say, calls subasa. If she's coming to be Tavar her ksuba, so then the Yarshim could be mashbia her, or that she doesn't have any of the husband's money. However, pechas on on top. subasa. If she's not being tovay her ksuba, in yashem the Yarshim can't be mashbia her, which means if she's coming just to collect mizinas, and she's able to collect without having to make a Shvuah. This is the same between Chanun and the B'nai Chanan Gedalim. Then we have a Mishnah. Someone went overseas and his wife is being Tabea She needs food. Her husband didn't leave her with a credit card. How she's supposed to feed herself? So Chanun, her chanun says She only has to make a Shvuah at the end but not at the beginning. What does it mean at the end in the beginning? The end means when she's collecting her Ksuba then she would have to make a Shvuah that she never got it or that she doesn't have any of the husband's money. But in the beginning, which means if she's trying to collect mazinus, she doesn't have to make a shvua. Whereas nechulav b'nei k'anim gedolim, the sons of the k'hem Gedalim argue with Chanon the Amr, and they say to shavu but chila She would have to make a shvua, but chila ubasayif, meaning whether she's collecting her ksuba or she's collecting mazinus, she has to make a shvua. So we have this machlokas as well. So Reb Shimon and 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 possibly Reb like Chanon and the Rabban are like the b'nei k'anim gedolim. But now If what you're saying is really true, then instead of the Mishnah saying that the Yard- Yarshim are able to mashbiah her. Or the Yarshim are not able to mashbiah her. We should have said in the Mishnah that the bezin is being mashbiah her. Because if we're talking about a case where she's trying to get her mizainus, that means that she's going to the Bezdin, and the bezin is the one that's giving her the mizainus. So we should be talking about the bezin, not talking about the Yarshim. And the Mishnah is talking about Yarshim, not Bezdin, So Elam Rav Shesha, so Rav Shesha says, Aha! Rav is going on a totally different statement. He's actually going on the second Mishnah that we had on Pei Vav Oman Beis. If she went directly from bearing her husband back to her father's house, or she went back to her father-in-law's house, but she didn't continue her duties as a manager of her husband's estate. So in a Yarshama Mashbino sah, the Yarshim can be Mashbia her. However, if she was a manager of her husband's estate after he died, saw the Yarshim are able to be her on the future, but not on what was in the past, meaning when she was married to the husband before he died. But Azar Shimon the Mayor coming to say, calls If she's coming to be Tavaya so then the Yarshim can be Mashbiaher. Ain't a If she's not being Taverksuba, ain't the a Yasham Rasburh. I saw the Yarshim cannot be her, even though she was an Apatrappus on the estate. Have a commitment Abashal Rabbanon. This now turns out to be a machikas between Abishal and the Rabbanon. Then we have a Mishnah, Apache, Shemino, Avi Yusimim. If the father of the and before he died, obviously, he appointed an Apatrappus over his estate, Yeshava, so then we can make this Apatrappus swear that he didn't misappropriate funds. But Minu Bezin, if Bezen appointed Apatrappus, lay Yeshava, so then we can't make him swear. Abishal and Rabashal says, Hadvarim, the exact opposite. Minu If Bezin appointed him, they can make him swear. But Minu Avi if the father of the Sam himself appointed this guy, Lo Yushava, so we can't make him swear. And what do we see from here? Reb Shimon Kabashal, Rabbanan Kira Bon, Shimon's like Abashal and Rabon's like their Abon. now Mask Vlabaya by asked on if it's really true what you're saying, hi calls Mancha Tavasksubasa, Imtavas me by the way. Our Mishnah had quoted Rib Shimon saying, calls Mancha Tavask Subasa whenever she's being suba, which is mashma Mother Rib Shimon is more Khammer than Tanakama. But according to what you're saying, Rib Shimon should have said im tevas if she's being suba, which fits more with your Pshat than saying whenever she's suba, which is mashma Kumra. So Alan Rabaiah says, aha Rib Shiman statement is really going on an earlier part of that Mishnah on Pei Vav Bay's. Cause let's say he wrote for his wife, Nether Ishvua, Ain't I don't have the ability to make you take a or Urshvua. So in Yochalajbiah he can't be mashbia her, but the Yarshim could be Mashbia her. But let's say he wrote for her, Nether Ishvua, Ain't Lee, Yarshim Yarshi, Vloya Baim Neither I nor my Yarshim nor someone coming in my Rishus, none of us are able to be Mashbia. Alayekh val Yarshekh Valbaim not you, not your Yarshim, and not someone who's coming in your Roshus. And in that case, in Yochalajbiya, he's not able to be Mashbia her. Rashusai, not him, not his Yarshim, not the people coming in his Rashus, they're not able to be mashbia her or her Yarshim, or those coming in her Rishus. So that's what the Mishnah said. Vas Rabshim is coming to say, whenever she's coming to be Tevarak Suba, Yarshim the Yarshim could be mashbia her. And this now touches on the machlekes of Shalben Ibn Miriam and the Rabbanon, which we had previously. Rabshim and Ka Abishalbin and the Rabbanon, Ka Abbanon. But now Reb Papa asked on Abaya's explanation, that's a good Explanation for the first part of Shimon's statement calls mashia tovask subasa. Whenever she's being taverik we could be Mashbiaher. her. But in it tovask subasa? So Michael Amamer, What about the second part of Shimon's statement that if she's not being taverik suba, then so the yashim can't be Mashbiaher, her? What are we able to say over there? What's Rav Shimon trying to teach us with that part of his statement? So El R. of Popper Pop explains lafukim Shimon's statement is also coming to exclude Rebblazer and those that argue with him. Meaning Rav Shimon also argues with the first mishnah on Peva in which we discussed the husband's ability to be her that she didn't misuse his money. So according to final understanding of the Gemara, let's understand Reb Shimon. His two-part statement is understood as follows. Part number one is whenever she claims her ksuba, the Yarshim could be her. This is not like the second Mishnah on Pevavon Be'ez that says that if the husband wrote her, Nedar Shvua, Ein Li, eili yarshi Laich, they can't be Mashbiahur. Reb Shimon saying that if she's coming to be the very so then they could be her. And the second part of his statement, quote, that if she doesn't claim her ksuba, they can't be her. that's addressing the first Mishnah on Pevavon Be'ez, and that's stating that she can't ever be made to swear if we're not dealing with with her ksuba. That Mishnah was talking about our ability to have her make a shvuah randomly that she didn't misappropriate any funds and steal funds for herself. What Shimon is saying is that if we're not talking about her ksuba, we're never able to make her swear no matter what. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.